Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Welcome back to episode three of the Clamps Podcast. It's your host, Solomon Omar. Um, just before we start, I want to talk. I was supposed to, I, I wanted to uh, record my last episode yesterday. I just had a lot of work. So this episode's kind of planned around of yesterday, or Sunday night's games. But yeah, I just couldn't do that. So there's there's a couple things about Sunday night's games, but I'll try and do a recap of last night. And then, yeah, all right, let's just get right into it. Alright, so for the recap of last night's games, uh, let's start off on NBA.com. 111-110, Chicago Bulls to the OKC Thunder. This game didn't need to be this close. I watched this game. Uh, Zach Levine came back. I forgot to put him on my fantasy lineup. I thought he'd still be injured, but in the first half, Ayo Dosumo killed it. He had like, like 16 or something at half. He played great. Same with Zach Levine, he had a good game back, 23-7-7, and, and Vuce played, played amazing, 26-15, that's what they need from them, him. And, and then on the OKC side, it was Shea and Lou Dort. Uh, that's probably it about the that game. Next, we got the Knicks versus Cavs, watch this game. Um, Darius Garland's been playmaking the ball really, really well, he's been getting like double-double like that. Same with Kevin Love, he's been playing really well too. Uh, he's a bit up and down, but I do like seeing him play happy because before he was uh didn't really seem like he wanted to be there, but now he seems happy to play, and that's I really like that for him. And on the Knicks side, point RJ Barrett back at it again, twenty four five and four, good game from him. Julius Randle a good game, and Quintus and Grimes another good game. Uh, that's it for that game for the Pacers versus the Pelicans. Uh, it was a great game from Josh Hart and uh, Devontae Graham. Oh, the score was 117-113 for the Pelicans. And then on the Pacers' side, Karis LeVert had a pretty good game. And so did Torrey Craig. Uh, mm, oh, and also, I didn't watch this game, that's why. And Dwayne Washington Jr. I didn't really watch this game at all, to be honest. And then this last game uh, for the Suns of the Jazz, it might seem like a, a pretty good game before, but um, once you look at the Suns' roster, uh, for the Jazz's roster... Uh, he might not be as intrigued. Uh, Daniel House, Trent, uh, Trent Forrest, Rudy Gay, Jordan Clarkson, and Hassan Whiteside is their starting five. So I didn't really tune into this game, and it was a bit closer than you'd expect. It's 109-115 in the Suns' favor. Chris Paul pulled it out for them, almost a triple-double, 27-9-14. Uh, I'm going to be talking about the Jazz later in this pod. Um, yeah, that's all we have for the recap. Oh, my phone. Give me a second. Alright, let's get into the pod now. Okay, Raptors. This is from Sunday night. Uh, so, in, on Sunday, we played the Portland Trailblazers. Um, honestly, we lost 141-105. And honestly, I'm not too mad about this loss. No one on our team really played great other than Siak. We had like 26 in the second half. But we were down like 34 at one point, and now And we only lost by 9. And um, this really reminded me of this the Fred quote. He said this a couple of months ago, honestly, but it stuck with me. He said something like, we play great, then we play horrible, then we play our heart out. And that's literally what they did today. A little bit like a couple of nights ago, they were playing their heart out, playing great. And then they just play really, really bad. And then they just play their heart out, which is literally, literally his Fred quote. Uh, so, I don't know. Somehow they have to work on that. I know Nick Nurse is a good coach. I know that he could somehow work that into him or something right 
Alright, next up, let's talk about the Celtics. Again, this is from a couple nights ago. Uh, Celtics from a couple nights ago. It was that Jalen, uh, no, Jason Tatum 50 piece. And I was saying that um, for the Celtics, I wouldn't necessarily break up the big two of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I'd wait until they get like a competent team around them that like actually works for them instead of having like two fucking bigs in the starting line. Like they don't need Jason, they don't need Robert Williams and Al Horford to start with them all the time. Like I don't really like that lineup. And Ime Udoka, like, needs to figure out his lineups more. Like, I'm not hating on Ime. Like, I know it's his first year. I saw some people saying he's, like, the next Jim Boylan, but he's a new coach. Give him some time. I feel like there's something in him. Uh, Yeah, he just needs to figure out his rotations a bit, though. But if I'm the, like, if I'm Brad Stevens, I would not necessarily just break up this team right now. I wait one or two years. And if if it's like if they're still not working out, if you still make like a competent team around them and it's still not working out, sure break it up. I don't really care. Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, they're both great, great players. It's not their fault. I'm telling you that. It's just the team around them's fault. So yeah. Next up let's talk about the Utah Jazz. Are they like are they contenders or are they pretenders? Like I know right now they're not like healthy or anything. They don't have Rudy Gobert or Donovan Mitchell, but like, I'm pretty sure I saw a stat, like, they've lost to, like, a lot of the worst teams in the league, such as, like, the Raptors. They're not one of the worst, but they're not the top, a top team. Like, if I'm a Jazz fan, I'm expecting them to beat the Raptors. But, again, they were not healthy that game. So, I don't really know what to think, because they haven't been healthy for, I don't know, a while, I'm pretty sure. But, another, uh, I really wanted to talk about, like, a Jeremy Grant trade. Like, I feel like... Jamie Grant would be the perfect guy on that team, but, like, what would they give up? Like, Jamie Grant in the front court, or even at the three, with Rudy Gobert or something, I think would be perfect for them, just a, a great defender. Like, his defense is a bit overrated. Like, some people say it's, like, the god def- god defender, but he's not that good, but he's definitely, definitely, definitely one of the better defenders in the league, and he definitely, definitely, definitely helped the Jazz. Um, I saw this train. I don't know. If it's a good one, it was Ingles and Gay and a first for the for uh, Jeremy Grant, which I, I don't really think is, like, a good trade for the Pistons at all. Like, why would they want Rudy Gay or Ingles? Ingles has been having a horrible season, and he's older. Rudy Gay has been having a really good season, but, again, he's older. And that first, I just feel like the Jazz would be a good team, like, this entire decade. Like, I feel like if Donovan Mitchell stays... They're easily going to be like a top four seed every or top five seed at least every single season. So I don't really know. I feel like if they could get like a third team involved in that, maybe just maybe it could work out. I would really love seeing that. Like and also Jamie Green can learn how to be like a third option because he said that he wanted to be a second or first option. But sorry to break it to you, Jamie, your team is not going to be winning if you're the second or third or second or first option. So uh, yeah. Next up, a Hornets and Holmes trade. Uh, I I heard that uh, Miles Turner might be out past the trade deadline, so maybe he might not get traded. So I'm thinking that maybe the Hornets could like settle for Sean Holmes on the Kings. Again, I don't really know a trade for that. Probably the same package for Miles Turner, except like a bit less. But still, that's like a very back. Honestly, if if I I would still trade for Miles Turner even if he's injured past the trade deadline. 
because I really like like Miles Turner. And I like think about it, if Lamelo has like a good center with him, oh my gosh, it'll be unstoppable. And Miles Turner also spaces the floor like for guys like Miles Bridges and stuff. Like if a package that I would do for Miles Turner would be like PJ Washington because they wouldn't really need him. Um, what else? PJ Washington. Ah, uh, what would I do for the Hornets? But yeah, definitely PJ Washington because like, why would you need three bigs on your squad if you're? Uh, why would you need that many bigs like Mason Plumlee? Uh, PJ Washington, Miles Turner. But yeah, that's, that's a bit too many bigs in my opinion. So I'm just looking for the roster right now, real quick. Um. So maybe they could give up. I don't know. I don't know if they'd want to give up James Booknight because he's a bit too much of a value piece in that trade. Maybe like a Vernon Carey. Uh. JT Thor. I love JT Thor. I think he's a great, great player. I feel like he could be good in this league. So I don't know. I would love seeing Rashawn Holmes or Miles Turner on that team. But another. Oh, 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 I also wanted to see Holmes to the Raptors trade. Uh, I would just love to see like a big guy down there. I saw Montrez Harrell and Miles Turner and, and Mo Bamba, because that's me. Cause I'm a Mo Bamba fan. I want Mo Bamba here. But my second option, my first would be Obama. My second would be Rashawn Holmes because he's just pure straight big guy, right? Like, and that's exactly what the Raptors need. Like, sure, like he actually plays defense like more than guys like Montrez Harrell. Like, Montrez Harrell sure will get us boards and like blocks, but won't really play like defense. Like, he won't scare guys out of the paint. But Rashawn Holmes, I feel like he could do that for us. All right, let's get back on topic. Uh, let's talk about the Clippers. If the Clippers, let's say, make it as, like, an 8th seed, like, get in the play-in, right? Make it as an 8th seed, right? What if uh, Kawhi and Paul George come back then? In this case, if that happened right now, like, if they were the 8th seed and that happened right now, they would be going up. So, right now, they're in the ninth. Let's say they win the play-in, right? They'd be playing the Phoenix Suns. And I feel if Kawhi and Paul George are back for that, I'm not surprised if they win that, if they win that series. Like, even the Golden State Warriors as well. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Kawhi and Paul George are able to pull out as, like, a 7th or 8th seed. You guys let me know about that, but I feel like Kawhi and Paul George are the guys to do it. Um, And, like, I don't know when Paul George is coming back. I'm pretty sure. I don't even know if it's this, like, this, like, actual season. I know he'll be coming back for at least the playoffs, but... I don't know. Enough. I'm the Clippers. I'm like cruising or something. I also saw a Jonas Valanciunas trade to the Clippers, but uh, I don't really know that. Unless you could guarantee, because he's an expiring contract. Unless you can like guarantee a contract to Jonas Valanciunas for like the next time, like when his contract ends up, then sure do it. But it'll be very, very risky trading your squad, someone on your squad for that. And also, I want to talk about Reggie Jackson. He's been playing very, very good. He's been everything they needed. Uh, I wouldn't trade Reggie Jackson. I'd keep him. I also saw some John Wall rumors. I don't know about that. What would they give up, really? What would the Houston Rockets want? Other picks are, like, with OKC, and they're kind of all horrible picks. Like, they're swaps. Um, next up, let's talk about the Spurs. Um, I want to talk about, like, a DeJounte Murray trade. 
and like I'm pretty sure they said that the Spurs GM said that they do not want to trade Dejounte Murray this off this trade deadline, but they wouldn't be like he's not untouchable. He's not untouchable. Um, like this off season, like during the off season, right? Like during free agency and stuff. And I would like to see him either on the Knicks or on the on the Celtics. My first option would definitely be the Celtics, though. Because I just feel like... I feel like it'd be more fun. I'm not going to lie. I feel like it'd be more fun if he was on the Knicks. Because, like, a Knicks, this guy would be fun. Him, Julius Randle, RJ Baird. I feel like that's a big three. A fun, fun big three. I would love watching them. I don't know what they'd give up. Probably, like, Quentin Grimes. Uh, like, Quentin Grimes. Who would um, uh, San Antonio Spurs want? So, they'd want... Like, it'd have to be, like, Emmanuel quickly, Quentin Grimes. And then maybe, maybe Obi, Top, Obi Toppin, Quentin Grimes, and, like, a salary filler. I don't know. Who's a salary? There's a lot of salary fillers on the Knicks. Maybe, like, Evan Fournier, but I don't know. But I, if I'm the Knicks, I'd be doing that with, like, any, I'd give up anything. But I would love to see him on the Celtics. I'd see, like, a Rob Williams a pick and maybe like one of the and like two one or two of their young guys like uh Romeo Langford, Grant Williams, one of those guys. I would love to see I'd love to see that that, that would be def- definitely a big three. That'd be a very fun big three. They'd get the playmaking that they need. Like a pure pure great playmaker in DeJounte Murray. Uh I would love to see it. And sure they'd lose out on Rob Williams. But I'm sure they could pick up a guy on free agency who could do something like that. And how old is Rob Williams again? Uh, I'm pretty sure he's one of the a younger guys. So I'm just ch- checking if the Spurs would want him. I think they would. Because I'm pretty sure they'll be giving up on Jacopoto soon, like this offseason. Or at least this, I mean this trade deadline because a bunch of teams that have interest him in him. Like the Raptors want him back. Uh, what else? I'm pretty sure. I, I I heard some Lakers talk, but every player, Lakers talk. Yeah, Rob Williams is 24. He's a young guy that the Spurs would maybe want. So if I'm the I'm the yeah the Spurs would probably want that. So yeah, if you would tell me which you trade you like more, like a Knicks, like him to the Knicks, or him to the Celtics. All right, guys, that's all I got for you today. Uh, follow my Twitter and Instagram, silly.07, O as at the letter. That's my Twitter, silly.07, S-U-L-E-I dot O-7. And my Instagram, silly underscore O as the letter 7. Uh, I'll see you guys soon. Uh, you know, t- tweet me at Twitter. I'll probably reply. Tell me what you want to talk about next episode. Uh, yeah, see y'all.